Hello guys, how we doing? Happy Tuesday, it's Richie of the Jordan Patrick Show. Giving you a rundown of the happenings for week 14 in the NFL. It was a big week, a lot of stuff went down. Gonna start with the Monday night game and go back. Los Angeles Rams had a massive victory. Really their first signature win with all of the new talent that they brought in. One of the biggest critiques of that team has been that they haven't been able to win since acquiring all the quote-unquote super team talent. But a huge win in Arizona, national stage over the Arizona Cardinals. And that now propels the Green Bay Packers into the number one seed. Green Bay defeated the Chicago Bears 45-30. to little more high scoring than I expected, more so on the bear side. But um, Green Bay will once again be tested this week as they play the Baltimore Ravens on the road. And that's going to be a very desperate Baltimore team coming off of two straight division losses. Another team that is kind of quietly climbing the ladder is the world champion Tampa Bay Bucks with the Arizona win Tampa actually is number two in the NFC right now and I would have to say that undoubtedly they had the game of the week against Buffalo it was an interesting game tale of two halves because the Buccaneers had a massive lead Bills came back and ultimately the Bucks did win in a walk-off touchdown in overtime. A little controversial non-call towards the um, end of the fourth quarter. And on a rather similar play, Tampa got the call, whereas Buffalo didn't. Um, in a losing effort, I would have to say that that was a signature performance from Josh Allen. And... Um, I think it was a morale booster for the Bills, even though they lost the game, because um, the Bills are still in the mix to win the AFC East. But in order to do that, they're going to have to beat the New England Patriots. Patriots this coming week, very tough matchup in Indianapolis. Patriots have not lost on the road yet. And I would think that this is probably going to be their toughest matchup of the year. And, you know, last week was no easier in the game against Buffalo in the inclement weather. So as of right now, the way things are standing, the two number one seeds in each respective conference are the New England Patriots in the AFC and the Green Bay Packers in the NFC. Um, A lot can still happen. Kansas City Chiefs had a massive win over the Raiders, and they are right there with New England in the AFC. Um, I would have to say that a dark horse that can come out of the um, AFC would have to be the Tennessee Titans, who got some good news that Derrick Henry should be available for the playoffs. Some weeks back, it looked like his season was over. And I would have to think that 
inserting him back into the offense will fix a lot of their offensive woes. They've been staying the course, but far from impressive lately. And with the Indianapolis Colts surging and coming right at them, that division is still not sewed up. I've said this before. Last couple of times I've done the rundowns. If the season were to end today, the playoffs were to start, my picks for the conference title games would be New England visiting Casey and Green Bay visiting Tampa. As of right now, Green Bay and New England have the home field, but I like the Ravens this week against the Packers. More so because I think the Ravens are incredibly desperate and have to win this game. And while I love what New England has done, I am not convinced that they're going to have the same success against Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has been able to basically do whatever he's wanted lately. And it's going to be very interesting to see if the Belichick defense can stop or at minimum slow down Jonathan Taylor. I believe the Colts are going to get that victory. Uh, I did pick against the Pats the week before, and I was wrong, but we will see what happens. Um, I've said it. The one thing that could hold back New England from going all the way this year is not having that legitimate number one receiver. And if Mac Jones can make the plays... The game against Buffalo was interesting because New England ran the ball the entire game. You know, the weather called for that kind of game play. But for Jones to only throw four passes the entire game, it doesn't exactly exude confidence from the coaching staff. Whereas Josh Allen, while his receivers dropped way too many passes, was making some incredible throws in some horrible weather. Um, Now, I don't expect Mac Jones to be on Josh Allen's level this early in his career. Allen's been doing it for now four years. But I do think ultimately he's going to have to make some plays in some of these big games coming. And the question still remains if he can. Definitely a great story. His numbers are on par with Tom Brady's uh, first year starting in New England. Some people get it confused and say Brady's rookie year. Brady's rookie year was spent backing up Drew Bledsoe. But there's a lot of similarities between the 01 season with Tom Brady and what Mac Jones is doing 20 years later. Dallas Cowboys got themselves a big victory over the Washington football team. A Dallas victory against the Giants this week can sew up the NFC East for them. I'm a huge Giants fan, but I don't see too much resistance coming from the Giants. Uh, Mike Glennon, another disappointing performance. Um, I don't like to speculate and get into medical stuff with players, but I do think there's cause for concern with Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. He's, um, it's been kind of noted that it's like a week-to-week thing with the neck. But I worry more so 
on a long-term basis if this is something that can hinder his career. When it comes to anything with the neck and the spine in a, in a full-contact sport like football, you don't want to take any chances. At minimum, I think the Giants um, are just holding off the inevitable, which would be to put him on the season-ending injury reserve. And I do believe that while the Giants are in a great position to, I wouldn't call it tanking because I don't really think they're trying to lose. I just don't think they're very good. Um, the Giants should give the kid Jake Fromm an opportunity. It's been uh, He's been on the team three weeks. Glennon has started two games. I think it's time to see if they have a diamond in the rough in Jake Fromm. And if so, it could lead to something very interesting going into the new year. Giants, um, if the season were to end today, we'll be picking in, with two picks within the top seven, and that would be huge moving forward with likely a new GM. I do think head coach Joe Judge at the moment is safe, but uh, that can just be very temporary with a new regime coming in. As a Giants fan, I believe that it would be in their best interest to hire someone from outside the organization with no previous ties. Or secondly, someone who has a familiarity with Joe Judge, being that if they're going to roll with Judge, you know, it would make sense to have someone that schematically thinks similar to him. Um, it's been a very crazy year but I would have to say that around the league the AFC North has got to be the most uh, unpredictable division you've essentially got four teams that still have a shot at the at winning the the division and um, Cincinnati lost a heartbreaker this past week Jimmy Garoppolo to Brandon Ayuk and OT and I imagine it had to give some Bengal fans some bad memories of what Joe Montana did to them in two different Super Bowls back in the 80s. But it definitely kind of had that feel. And while a lot of people have doubted the 49ers and also doubted their quarterback situation, Jimmy Garoppolo's immediate future is very uncertain given that Trey Lance was drafted at that position. But I think people have to remember Garoppolo is only a couple years removed from starting in a Super Bowl, having a fourth quarter lead against Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs. So I do believe that uh, there's still a lot to be decided in San Francisco. And while that's happening, the 49ers right now are driving into playoff position in a division where the Cardinals and the Rams have really gotten most of the attention. The 49ers are right there, too, and there's a distinct possibility that the NFC West can send three teams to the playoffs. Um, 49ers are a gritty team. They had some injuries. They started off slow, but they are gradually coming around. And as many, I think a lot of teams wanted to throw 2020 in the garbage uh, Dallas also dealt with injuries. They're back on top of their game. 
But yes, moving into the new week, I would have to say that the two big games keep an eye on with playoff implications. Definitely um, New England and the Colts as New England is trying to hold on to their number one seeding in the AFC. And Green Bay traveling to Baltimore. Baltimore's on a two-game losing streak, both divisional games, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, if Green Bay can sew up a win here, I think they really take a massive step in solidifying home field advantage through the NFC playoffs. But should they lose, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are right there. And playing Tampa at the ship versus playing Tampa in the frozen tundra, massive difference. Um, Yes, Tampa did defeat the Packers last year in Lambeau, but that was with minimal fans. And uh, I sometimes I think with the weather and with the fans, that particular venue sometimes gets overlooked at how difficult it is to win a football game there. So the Packers, in order to get to the bowl, I think definitely need to sew up home field advantage. Um, Tampa, while they're winning, and they are the world champions and they deserve that respect, I still think they have some holes. I still think that secondary is a little leaky. And personally, I think Buffalo was on the wrong side of a couple of calls in a game that they probably should have won. But giving up that big lead... They were up uh, 27-3, 24-3, excuse me. Uh, I believe it's got to be a wake-up call on some layer, some level to the Buccaneers. But they're still winning. And, uh, you know, one thing that can't be questioned is they know how to win. They play the Saints this coming week, a team that beat them earlier in the year. Saints did recently get back Alvin Kamara. Um, But it looks like they are slowly falling out of the race. So I'm sure Tampa is going to do everything in their power to get that season split. It would be kind of remarkable if the Saints were to sweep the Buccaneers two years in a row. So I don't see it happening. That's all I got for now. Uh, Jordan and myself will be doing a show on Thursday. We're going to lead you a little more into the new week of the NFL. We're going to be talking a lot about um, the happenings in the NBA, about uh, who's overachieving, who's underachieving. And we're also going to be talking about these juiced baseballs that were in play last year during select games and uh, kind of get on them a little bit about not really solidifying any kind of rules and kind of switching things up. But thanks for listening. Enjoy your day, guys.